Welcome to Unraveling Pink, a podcast tackling gender bias through conversation. I'm Annie Rogaski. Welcome back from the winter break that I took. For those of you who are new to Unraveling Pink, and as a reminder to regular listeners, I moved to a seasonal approach, a series of episodes in the fall and another series in the spring. This gives me creative time in the off seasons to reflect and explore what I'm doing with this podcast. And I've done a lot of that over the winter break. It was a bit of podcast soul searching for me. I reflected on the past two years over which I have been podcasting and unraveling pink off and on. And it's been an interesting journey. My approach and my content has evolved throughout that time, as has my thinking about gender bias and equality in general. Last year was a particularly wild ride for gender equality for a lot of reasons. And I spent a lot of time evaluating where things are now, how far or little we've come, and whether my work on this podcast has had any real impact. Over the fall season, I tried very hard to be hopeful, often in the face of pretty significant despair about where we were. I shared my joys, frustrations, and a lot of my in-process thinking with you along the way, and I appreciate your patience as I sorted through various issues. Gender equality is a pretty complicated space, and you have been, for me, almost like an invisible psychologist that just listened as I complained and talked through the issues coming up for me. So thank you for that. The main point of this podcast has been to bring men into the gender equality conversation. And I've learned a lot about men and their relationship to gender equality along the way. One of the biggest learnings I've had over the past year was how society restricts men through what's known as the man box. And the more I talk with people about the man box, the more I realize how few people even know about it, men or women. Mark Green, who I've talked about before, is a prolific writer and thinker in this space. So I wanted to share his definition of the man box, which you can find at the Good Men Project, uh, goodmenproject.com. And I'll put a post to this article in the show notes. Mark says, according to Glickman and others, the man box is a set of rigid expectations that define what a real man is. A real man is strong and stoic. He doesn't show emotions other than anger and excitement. He is a breadwinner. He is heterosexual. He is able-bodied. He plays or watches sports. He is the dominant participant in every exchange. He is a firefighter, a lawyer, a CEO. He's a man's man. And whether or not we'd actually want to spend any time with him, we all know who he is. This real man, as defined by the man box, represents what is supposedly normative and acceptable within the tightly controlled performance of American male masculinity. He dominates our movies and television. He defines what we expect from our political leaders. He is the archetypal sports star. He is our symbol for what is admirable and honorable in American men. And if he happens to get aggressive, belligerent, and violent sometimes, well, that's just the price of real masculinity. And to be clear, although the man box defines and enforces what is considered to be real manhood, women are as culpable as men in the policing and the enforcing of its harsh rules. When American men attempt to express masculinity in more diverse ways, 
it can often be the women in their lives who force them back into the box. This can be due to fears of economic and social isolation or out of a refusal by those women to engage in the kind of self-reflective emotional discourses that exiting the man box can trigger. The man box is sustained by both men and women. It will take a concentrated effort by both men and women to dismantle its abusive grip on our daily lives. So that was from Mark Green, and that is defining what the man box is. And I'm sure all of you listening can relate to it in some way. Either you've experienced it yourself as a man, or you have seen that person in your life, whether it's in your home or at work or out on the street. It's something that we all know. It's a definition of men and masculinity that we all know, that we all see, that we experience on a daily basis, and it has impact on us. But how often do we notice it in the moment? Do we recognize what it is, and do we try to diffuse it? The last sentence of Mark Green's post that I read was most impactful for me in continuing this podcast. He said, it will take a concentrated effort by both men and women to dismantle the man box's abusive grip on our daily lives. That struck me because it placed some responsibility on me as a woman in society that I didn't realize was mine to take on. I recorded a completely different episode that I intended to release today before I recorded this one. What I had recorded first was the last episode of the Unraveling Pink podcast. I had reached the conclusion that Unraveling Pink was too early. What I mean by that is that I was trying to offer information and conversation starters and actions that people could go out and take that would move us closer to gender equality. But what I realized as I reflected over the past year was that we're not ready to take those steps yet. And the more I dug into this topic, the more I came up against the man box, that it is a restrictive force that prevents men from participating in moving us closer to gender equality. Not all men, of course, but as a generalization, there are more restrictions on men than I was aware of when I started this podcast. And I think they are very real restrictions on the ability of men to speak up uh, when they hear something that's biased or, or harassment. There are personal implications for men to speak up that I had not been aware of. And so my conclusion had been, what I'm doing doesn't matter right now. That it's not time yet to give actions because people are not yet ready to take action. So I had planned to wrap up Unraveling Pink. I had recorded the last episode and then... I was riding my bike (laughs) and had the thought that I do have a role to play in this. My thinking had been that I would wait to come back to an Unraveling Pink approach after men solved the man box problem. But then as I dug more into this and I came across Mark Green's article, 
I realize that women have just as much responsibility as men do to dismantle the man box. Um, We help create it as parents, as part of the community. We help reinforce it. And that gives us the same responsibility as the men who live the man box to do something about it. So instead of wrapping up Unraveling Pink, I'm turning the page to start a new chapter. I hope that you'll bear with me in yet another turn in my journey exploring gender equality. I recognize that I have changed course quite a few times, but those of you who know me or have listened to a lot of these episodes probably know that I also get bored with the same thing. So um, not only do I like to try different things, but I also follow where it feels like I need to go. I feel like I need to join the community of people who are drawing attention to and trying to do something about the man box. This topic will be somewhat difficult for me because I am anything but an expert in it. And at this point, I am far from fully understanding it. Just to give you a sense of where I am in this journey, I have not planned out my next episode. (laughs) I have a lot of topics. I have a lot of things I want to learn about. I have a lot of things that I want to talk about. But I don't know where I'm going with this. I feel like this is a topic that is important, that I want to contribute to uh, the conversation. But I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know what my perspective is. I don't know what my opinions will be. I am going to dive into this as I go and take you along with me. So I hope you'll be patient. When I was talking about gender bias in Unraveling Pink, I was always able to draw upon my own firsthand experience, as well as research that I've done over many years. But this new topic is one that I do not know, and I will just have to learn as I go. I hope you will learn with me and call me out when I make inevitable mistakes in exploring this topic. And my goal is to make the information that I share useful for both men and women. To be clear, this is not an attack on men, this is a, an effort to tackle the, the constraints that our society places on men, and those constraints impact women. So we all can benefit from dismantling the man box, but I do think it's important to make clear this is not an attack on men. This is not an attack on women. This is an effort to draw attention to something that we all experience. As always, I welcome your feedback on format as well as content, so please do let me know what you think. This is an experiment, so we'll see how it goes. I'll give it a full season, and then I'll reflect on it over the summer break. As I close out one chapter and kick off a new one, I do want to thank a few people who have made this journey so far especially meaningful for me and are a big part of the reason that I decided to keep going. Terry a loyal listener who regularly provides me feedback and inspires me to keep creating. I was most sad about my initial decision to wrap up Unraveling Pink because I could envision the email you would have sent me. Mike, who has been a stealth listener from the start, dropping nuggets from episodes into our conversations, letting me know you listen. This gave me hope that other men also listened and learned. Sam and Neil, who don't know each other, but independently shared the gifts of vulnerability and honesty, enabling me to see the male perspective that I never would have found on my own. 
and opening up a whole new world of ideas about the man box, which contributed to me wanting to explore this new chapter and keep going. Joanna, a fantastic springboard for ideas and brainstorming, who helps me find the perspective I sometimes lose. And my mom, who has something positive to say about every episode I put out there, regardless of how it turns out, (laughs) providing the kind of support that makes the process of creating more meaningful. Podcasting can be a lonely sport when you hang out in the closet by yourself and record, but each of you in particular has made me excited to put the time and effort in and rejuvenated me for what's next, so thank you. So here's to a new chapter. I hope you stick with me on it. Together, perhaps we can dismantle the man box, and then we can have a better foundation to unravel the pink bandana. (laughs) 